Welcome back to another episode of Die Hard Minute. Um, your host for this week, I am your co-host Rob from Titanic Minute, and I'm joined as always by my good friend Joe. Um, yep, I'm I'm just excited to get back to just business here, just talking about the movie. None of this yeah. nonsense. I'm really I, sorry to the listeners about the last two. Yeah, I think we need to apologize. I mean, I agree. Um, over at Tombstone Minute and Titanic Minute, we tend to... You know, we tend to go off on tangents and have our friends on and go on all these stories. And, you know, there's an audience for that. But, you know, Jim, uh, Jim O'Kane gave us an opportunity to be on Die Hard here. And, and I think um, we probably took advantage of it too much by having, you know, I mean, Meeks comes on here and he just, it just goes awry. You know what I mean? He just takes us so far on tangents. And I'm just, it's, we shouldn't have done it. Baby, don't be on topic. That's what we should yeah. call him. No kidding. Um, so apologies to our listeners. You know, um, we're here to talk about minute one fifteen. Yeah. Well, Hard. I mean, we tried our best to edit around it. Those last two episodes were actually uh, two hours and forty five minutes long each, and yeah. we cut it down as much as we could. Yeah. The yeah, but let's let's just get right into it. We've already wasted yeah. enough time with him. Um, yeah, absolutely. So uh, minute one fifteen of Die Hard. In this minute, John gets everyone off the roof, uh, and we sort of start. <laughs> We sort of start this minute with uh, with the Johnsons, Johnson and Johnson out here, um, and so they are uh, they're in their helicopters flying around, and they approach the building. And like I said, I'm pretty sure that uh, they actually um, bring a helicopter near the roof. Like I was uh, listening to the commentary, and so they actually had extras up on the roof, and they. They had a helicopter fly up there right next to the roof, which is pretty crazy that they, you know, would do this. Have you ever been in a helicopter? I have never been in a helicopter. Have you? My father does uh, some business with a, a Vietnam War vet who flew those, like, Huey helicopters in Vietnam. Okay. So a couple of years ago, they so they kind of travel around uh, the country with, they, they purchased a few of these helicopters and maintain them. And they do events where you can uh, pay, and they'll take you on a ride in like one of these Huey helicopters. Like it's like Apocalypse Now stuff, where like the side door is totally open. Yeah, you're strapped. They played Ride of the Valkyries. (laughs) They didn't, but I was thinking it in my head. Yeah. And so about, uh, I'd say about an hour north of Milwaukee, uh, I was able to get on board one of these helicopters and they flew us around and like we're like doing legit stuff where it's like sideways. So I was strapped into a seat. And oh. the door is open, and it's almost completely sideways. So I'm just sitting there, staring straight down at the ground, and I can uh, relate to this gentleman. It is a, an incredible thrill. <laughs> it's really, really cool. I'll never wow. forget it. Um, and you're not like crazy about heights either. So that must have been pretty wild. Uh, it's it's a little different because like I don't know. You're inside a. Yeah, I wasn't scared. I thought I would be. Hmm. Uh, I don't know why I wasn't. Um. I thought maybe it's because I was like, well, if I do die doing this, what a funny way to die. <laughs> it's true. That's true. Um, I don't mind dying as long as it's funny. <laughs> die funny. Yes. The Joe story. Um, the uh, 
so then Yuli, you know, are uh, one of the terrorists. I think at this point, the only terrorists up on the roof, probably by plan, right? Because the plan is to, you know, he's running down because once the helicopters land, they blow the whole thing up. And uh, I'm sure they don't want Yuli dying in the process of that. So he runs downstairs. I'm sure he's thinking, all right, I got everyone out. I got to get going before they blow the roof. Um, you know, I got to get down there to the vault room. And what happens? But he goes to the door, and suddenly he just gets, I mean, the door opens, and he gives a great look, and there's John McClane, asks no questions. Barging in. Barging in, just fires out on him. And, you know, I, I don't mean to bring this up again, but it just kind of reminded me of what happened yesterday and the day before when, you know, we invite someone on here, and they just sort of barge in and kind of just ruin the flow of everything. Hey, hey, guys. Wait. That guy really likes candy. What? Did you know that? <laughs> Do you remember that part? Uh, no! Katie, why are you on this feed? This is uh, happy hour. I mean, I have some drinks. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. You know? Uh, no one invited you, Meeks. Hey. Uh, if We've I been had hacked. A, if I had a glass eye, you know, some people might say my, my eye is hard. I have an what? eye hard. Oh my God. <laughs> I have an eye hard. Sometimes when I go to a bar and I order a whiskey, I ask for some rye hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you do, man. That's what you yes. do. You got to shoot your well, shot. Right? What I tried to do yesterday was say goodbye hard to you, but apparently it didn't work. <laughs> and Meeks said he was done, but he lie hard and came back. <laughs> I I had that guy, that computer guy, he hacked into this feed. Yeah. So and now our listeners is... are going to cry hard. <laughs> <laughs> they also know uh-huh. that we have uh, an advanced um, grasp of rhyming schemes. Yeah, we should we should do some songs. Not now, but later. Um, well, I don't know. So, if all right. Mike's gonna pick, I don't know if the mic's going to pick it up, but here's to happy hour. Oh, I hear that. Thank you, everyone. Everyone, everyone, enjoy a drink. It's Friday. It's our last minute doing Die Hard. Sorry about Meeks. We tried what we could. We locked the door. He, he came in. Um, yeah. Luckily, he didn't shoot us like John McClane. Uh, Is this the worst way to die? Like, opening your door? Yeah. Three bullets into your abdomen? You know, here, here's the thing that I thought about this, too. That guy was really, for being a mercenary, that's supposedly, like, one of the best... He was really unprepared for someone to be on the other side of that door. <laughs> well, Wait, why wouldn't Carl you just, out of safety, it. like open it, but follow the door so you're behind it as it opens, and then yeah. if anyone's on the other side, they wouldn't see anybody? At least have your gun I, pointed at the door. You know? As, as far as he knows, though, Carl's handled his business, right? Carl's their best man. I He's mean, their best man. Yeah. I mean, okay, fair point. He he was the Highlander. <laughs> he was Raiden. <laughs> um, let's, he didn't leave anybody hanging. Let's 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 go back. <laughs> let's go back to the. Let's go back to Die Hard for a minute here, okay? So, John guns down Yuli, and uh, Yuli, who you know, as you mentioned, Meeks, not probably out. 
outside of Joe, the only other person who's a fan of M&M's. Yeah. He um, likes candy a lot. Yeah. Uh, and so John comes up there and he's looking for Holly, right? He's just, he, where's Holly Gennaro? He's looking for Holly. And um, Ginny tells him uh, that she's at the vault. Um, and also, so, what do you think about that name, Ginny? I mean, it's short for Virginia, right? That's usually what that's short for. Oh, really? Yeah, like, like Virginia. Like, why not just be Jenny? But your name's not Jenny. It's it's Your name is Virginia, and some people call you Gin or Ginny for short. Okay. All right. Continue. Um, the more you know. Yeah. Uh, I so bet John your listeners Holly. on Happy Hour are a little Ginny right now. <laughs> <laughs> a little Had a little rye hard? <laughs> um. So these helicopters are approaching the uh, the roof. I mean, they're they're fly hard on their way there. And um, <laughs> some reason this is our last minute. Um, and 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 John's got to get everyone downstairs, right? So he does. So he's so he's shooting up into the sky hard. Yeah. <laughs> to get everyone to scatter. Here's yep. a here. Okay, go continue, Rob. I have a huge that's I have a huge thing to say about that. But go well. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. What do you have to say about Well, him? like, so he goes up, he's looking for his wife. People have seen him at the party. Obviously, he looks a little different because he's dirtier now. He's missing his shirt. I don't know when he lost his shirt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, me neither, actually. His shirt um, was white, and then it turned brown, and then it just disintegrated well, off of him. The brown thing makes sense because he was crawling around in, in vents that were probably really dusty. They have nails in them and, and stuff. Filled with- Shut up. <laughs> Continue on, Meeks. Um, anywho, so presumably, like a fair amount of them would be like, "Oh yeah, that's Ginny's wife. She has pictures of him in her office, right?" G- he Ginny's comes up. wife. Ginny's wife. <laughs> so what are you talking about? It's her husband, Ginny. Stop it, okay? Holly's husband. That's what I meant to say. Okay. I got nervous from but all the people. But um, so. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's Holly's husband. And then he goes up to Ginny, and he's like, hey, where's Holly? And she tells him. And then everybody's like, oh, but this guy is clearly fishy. And they're not going to listen to him when he's like, hey, the roof's going to explode. Leave. Well, I mean, that's not – I mean, you don't expect – like, th- at this point, all these houses are like, we're finally going to get free. They are. They think the transport's coming, and they're finally going to get away. So when John runs up there and is like, the roof's going to blow, get off here. You're like, I don't know. I've done a lot. I really just want to get on those helicopters. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm ready to go. This has been a long day, and I'm almost tired, and if I take a nap, now it's a kidnapping. If you were a whale, you would beat yourself within the first two years of your life. <laughs> Oh, no, guys. I don't want to inconvenience this, this criminal with a kidnapping charge, too. Yes. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I just think that, you know, and it, it it's out on a roof. Like, I'm sure it's windy. There's helicopters coming. No one can hear him. Look how much, like, Ginny's yelling at him, and he's yelling back. They have to be really loud. But they don't even know what those helicopters are there for. They think they're for, um, to get picked up. They're going to be, uh... By the bad be- guys flown home no they think they're good guys no, the, the, the plan was the bad guys were going to take the helicopters and go to the airport with the hostages i guess yeah but 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 all the bad guys left and they don't like the people on the roof don't know that those are the fbi so when you see someone that you know is a police officer 
and and you trust Ginny's wife. Ginny's <laughs> wife. Probably listen to her. You know, get off the roof. Don't make him shoot the gun. Okay. Okay. And Joe, do you have any issues with him shooting the gun up in the air? Yeah. I, 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 he sees uh, police or FBI helicopters like going all around, and he just like, well, I'll just shoot a machine gun into the air. That seems silly to me. But it's, I would say it's on Arnold's friend to recognize that it's like, hey, this guy's got no shirt <laughs> and, no, and no shoes. Maybe he's not a terrorist. Uh, the, or maybe he doesn't deserve service. Yeah, the FBI has yeah, you no don't shirt, no shoes, no service yeah. policy. Yeah, no shoes, no shirt, no service for John McClain. I mean, that's what it was. We solved it. So make sure in any situation you're in. I mean, I will say this: if you if you ever call nine one one and firefighters are coming into your home, you need to be wearing shoes and a shirt. Everyone knows or they that. will refuse service. Yeah, yep. yeah. Everyone I knows would, that. I would never believe a man without a shirt. Or shoes in an office building. I'm just going to say that right now. But they are technically outside. Well, but on top of an office building. Even then, I'd be like, why did you, you walk all up here without shoes? Or a shirt? Yeah, where are your shoes? <laughs> the elevator, I'm surprised, even worked for you. <laughs> <laughs> Service is out. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about our very special hostage. Yes, so I think if Joe and I have any goal in doing all this is that we raise awareness it's about raising awa- it's about raising awareness yeah to to the most underrated character in this movie um we'll make sure in the facebook group um that this gets posted in there but uh at around 48 seconds uh john mcclain in this minute fires his gun up in the air and the hostages start to run away and at the 50 second mark <laughs> there is a man that uh a man like no other man a man a man that cinema has been looking for for years and his he was here and forgotten uh a man who <laughs> is balding so we know he's one of the heroes of this movie but keeps <laughs> the long hair he's staying even much he's like staying he's, even man he's um a bit rotund and he's got an incredible mustache and he just shrieks and screams <laughs> So it ducks down. I actually did a little research uh, before okay. I came on this, and um, did you know that this was Philip Seymour Hoffman's first movie role? <laughs> <laughs> did you know that? He does look a little bit like Philip Seymour Hoffman, a little bit. Um, he, I, I think what's important is one he of he ate the extra that was supposed to play this guy. <laughs> I, there's a diehard. He looks a, like a cross between Philip Seymour Hoffman and the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> <laughs> there's a uh, a diehard Wikipedia, a uh, diehard wiki, and there's a Nakatomi hostages. Why section. hard? <laughs> that was bad. and uh, and and there's a there's a he's on here and he's simply just known as Hostage Twelve, and I think we need to give more of a backstory for Hostage Twelve. He deserves more. Yeah. Um, so guys, I'll start. We'll we'll go around the table here. Um, Meeks, what's his name? Uh, well, I think his name is probably Cliff. Yeah. 
Okay, so Cliff. Yeah, yeah that's Cliff. better than I was thinking Peter, but definitely he's Cliff. I was thinking right. Peter too. Yeah, Cliff. Cliff works. Joe. Joe, talk, let's talk about his family life. What and you, actually, you... I want to connect this to Star Wars a little bit. And, okay. and little known fact, he's a distant, distant, distant uh, relative of Jack Porkins from the Star Wars universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a long time ago. Um, so, Joe, where, where, let's talk about Cliff's family. Okay, well, he met his wife in one of those um, VHS uh, dating things. <laughs> he recorded it with a sweatshirt of Epcot. He's wearing an Epcot uh, Center sweatshirt <laughs> with a, uh, a navy blue polo shirt underneath. So the collar of the polo was poking out from his yeah. Epcot Center High sweatshirt. High fashion. High fashion. And he talked about how he is into... Um, uh, grilling. <laughs> uh, he drives. I'm gonna say he drives a Honda, and he okay. takes very good care of his car. Uh, he was into. Mm, I was gonna say he's into model trains, but now I'm starting to think no. Cliff isn't into that. No, he's, he, I think his he hobby might be. is his hobby is tennis, but he's not oh. actually good at it. But he likes to play tennis, but he's not very good. So he well he you tells he, people he plays tennis. Yeah, he's a guy who played in high school when he was younger, and he was like, you know, he was good enough to make. The J- team. He was JV. He was yeah, JV, which is fine, but like, what? you know, he, he participated. But now it's about twenty five years later, and he actually hasn't played tennis in twelve years. But he just tells people that he still, you know, can play tennis and good at it. But he, he never says has he time. likes he he says he likes tennis because. That doesn't actually mean that he plays it still, but people usually interpret it that way. Oh. Yeah, why would you say that if you don't play it, right? Yeah, he just yeah. likes tennis, and people think, "Oh, he must be a tennis player." Um, that's what you. Uh, his wife um, and him, as about once a week, on a good week, his wife and him have a conversation that lasts more than three minutes. <laughs> who picked who on the dating service? Oh, good question. He picked her, or she picked him. <laughs> Uh, she picked him. They went on a date to uh, Applebee's. Let's see. Did Applebee's, Applebee's exist back then? Yeah, I'm sure. It's, it's been a neighborhood time, bar for years. Neighborhood grill and bar for years, I think. Grill and bar. Those and classic grill and bars. <laughs> did the grill and bar. Yeah, thank you. So Saturday nights, what does he do for fun, Meeks? Uh, <laughs> don't get fired. Uh, that's what. Hold on. Uh, so, he likes to go out, um, and he goes to the bowling alley. Oh yeah. He bowls a few games, but he's got a weird little quirk, right? Here's his quirk. He likes to smell other people's bowling shoes. <laughs> so, so. He Everyone has seen like, him do it. Everyone has seen him do it, but no one says anything. Yeah, that's just Cliff. Like, uh, that's just that's Cliff. Cliff. Yeah. Like, he lurks around. He bowls one game. He tries to, like, be discreet about it. But everybody sees him. But he's a nice guy. Right? He he's, tips well. So he's, just, always, like, he's always at the bowling alley. Everyone just calls him a cliffhanger. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. For uh, When he's really feeling crazy and he's really buzzed from having a couple of... Uh, couple Miller lights at the bowling alley. He stays up for the whole episode of Saturday Night Live. 
Oh, yeah. He's got opinions on SNL. Um, He's not an original cast guy. Not an original cast guy. He likes the new ones. Do you... Did you he thinks the Dick Ebersol seasons were the best SNL seasons. Yeah. Did, and he's, his connection to uh, Nakatomi, um, I think, is he's probably... You know, I don't want to. I don't want to stereotype, but he's the IT guy, and he actually wasn't originally invited to this party because it's for the execs, you know. Um, but he got called in to sort of set up the AV for the party, and it was fortunate for um, Hans that he was there because when Hans wanted to set up that little TV that was in the office for Holly Gennaro's office, no one knew how to do it. But luckily, Cliff was there, which is why he's still alive. Cliff was there to be able to set that TV up. Um, and he really thought, I mean, I think this is why he's so scared in this minute, is he thought, you know, he had gotten on the right side of Hans Gruber and it would be okay. I think he probably trusts Hans, frankly, more than John McClane at this point. Can we talk about the dark side of Cliff? Yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah. He's a convicted sex offender <laughs> in, Connecticut, in Connecticut, West Virginia, and Alabama. Oh man, yeah, he's here he's in California around. under a false identity. His original name is um, Rick, <laughs> and he's he actually he, he used to uh, say he was a ranger. That's how he talks to children. He tells them he's a ranger. Ranger Rick. Yeah, he grew a mustache and he moved to California. And he's been living under this assumed identity for 10 years. And actually what he's afraid of is that the increased scrutiny of this event will lead the police to find out uh, who he is. And uh, he's going to have to go back to jail. Oh, man. Because he wasn't allowed to leave. That's why he smells bowling shoes. Because he's he's okay now. (laughs) He's not actively sex offending unless you want to count bowling shoes smelling. That's how he. Get, that's how he. Yeah, that's how he gets over it. Um, yeah, I mean, I just think this this performer, hostage number twelve, in that couple seconds, think of the story we just got just from his performance. Yeah, he he deserves an award of some kind. He's the classic example of show don't tell in filmmaking. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I know what's going through his head. It's a, it's a shame that he's, as far as I know, not in any of the sequels. What do you? What do you think about his suit choice? Now, you can't really see it here, but do you think it's a good suit? Or do you think it's no. a cheap suit? There's a cheap suit because he wasn't even going to be there that night. And He bought, and it, at, he bought it at Sears. And the, what he's really upset about is that he's been so active in this suit that he's going to get sweat stains in it, and now he won't be able to take it back. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, he bought yeah. it on the way to there. He's like, I better put a suit on. Um, you know, I want to look good for the execs. This is my chance. He covered his entire upper body in baby powder to try to keep it dry and clean so that he could return it on his way home. Just be unchafed. So right now, he's oh. actually screaming about his credit card bill that's going to be coming. Yeah. It's he's going to have to take three weeks that, off man. of bowling. Yeah, he's going to have to take a couple weeks off. He doesn't want to do that. No, he's got to relax. got to um, calm down, go to Starbucks, order a chai hard. I think we've gotten far enough with Cliff. <laughs> I don't know if we have, really. <laughs> I think we have. This minute ends. Also, where's his wedding ring? Oh, that's the wrong hand. Yeah. Okay. This this minute ends with Johnson and Johnson thinking John is a terrorist, which um, is fair. <laughs> he is firing a gun, and he doesn't have shoes on. 
or, or a shirt. A shirt. Um, so no service for him. Uh, Joe, I'm going to go way back. I don't know if you remember, but when we first did our first week of Die Hard Minute, you had mentioned, does John actually prevent anything? Um, and I think he does. We kind of learn here that if John had not gone and been part of this and gone to the roof, they would have blown up the roof with all the hostages on it. So he is, in fact, a hero. Although, I think it's the cops there. Yeah. Well, I mean, is that him or is that is that uh, Carl Winslow, really? Well, Carl Winslow's there because John gets them there. But I guess, like, the plan, obviously, for uh, Hans was he wanted the FBI to be there. Yeah, he wanted the FBI there. Um, so he does do something, you know, we have to, you know, ultimately we have to question the um, Nakatomi Corporation if they're really on the up and up. I, I think we agree they are not. Um, but that's it. That's all I have, guys, for uh, for Die Hard. You, do you have anything? No, man. Well, thanks a lot, Meeks, for coming on uninvited. If that's it, guys, um, I think uh, I want to thank uh, Jim for having uh, Joe and I on here. Um, thanks, thanks, Jim. And and any of the listeners that uh, listen to us now or 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 we were on earlier. And hey, Rob, uh, you do you do you know that um, song, Gungam Style? Yes. Uh, what's the name of the guy that? It's Sai, right? Sai. And when he does that dance, he likes to sigh. <laughs> sigh hard, right? Thank you for Jim for putting up with us for being on here and listeners. Um, you can find out more at diehardminute.com. If you enjoy us, there's probably something wrong with you. <laughs> just uh, just three, three guys <laughs> trying hard. That's what this is. Try hard. Peter Pan uh, you, helps other people fly hard. We already did the fly hard joke. Yeah, we did. It. We you can it listen to us. To, it, it is getting to that point where we should probably say goodbye hard. <laughs> yes, it's time to say goodbye hard. Titanicminute.com. Stick around for next week. Uh, Neil and George from Mogwai Minute will be giving you a week of content. Good luck, and yeah, guys. Why listen good. to Titanic Minute? Billy Zane. <laughs> You know, well, I just want to wish. Handsome I wish, people having sex, a giant boat. What else do you want? I want to wish Neil and George from Mogwai Minute. I want to wish them luck in their attempt at being the second best host team on the I show. I think they should bring the three of us on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right, guys. We just uh, do a We Are the and, World uh, thing. <laughs> Meeks, quiet. You're not even supposed to be here. I'm trying to end this show. I'm trying to end the run. Well, it's your job as the host to end it. I'm not the host. It's not my responsibility. Go away. I wish I could mute you. Uh, st- stick around. More people will be back doing Die Hard Minute. If you want to listen to us, Titanic Minute. Bye. We're the best. If you disagree, you're a lie hard. <laughs> Tell me you got that. I got it, I got it. Hit your heart on Channel 5.